Hello there and welcome into another edition of The Intersection with conversation highlights from the Meeting House on Faith Radio about a variety of topics, including news, information, and lifestyles approached from a Christian worldview perspective. This podcast has content from the 2022 National Religious Broadcasters Convention in Nashville. First of all, you'll hear part of a conversation with the hosts of Family Life Today, Dave and Ann Wilson, who talked with me about their own unique call from God to host the program and to help marriages. Also, you'll meet Laura Beth Perry. She is a woman who attempted to transition to becoming a male in order to seek fulfillment. She later gave her heart to the Lord, who has given her an identity in Christ and helped her to appreciate herself as the woman God created her to be. You'll be hearing part of that in our B Conversation. And on this edition of The Intersection, from Faith Radio Meeting House Media Central at the 2022 National Religious Broadcasters Convention, you'll hear comments from Barry McGuire of Ignite America, who has heard on the radio feature Revival Outside the Walls, with words of challenge for believers about sharing our faith. Finally, from NRB, from the Charlotte Lozier Institute, the research and education arm of the Susan B. Anthony List, it's Tara Sander Lee, who offered strong arguments for the humanity of the unborn child and against so-called chemical abortions. This is The Intersection, a production of The Meeting House, and I'm Bob Crittenden. David and Wilson are the hosts of the radio program Family Life Today. They have a long association with the Ministry of Family Life and are devoted to strengthening marriages and families. They have written a book called Vertical Marriage, The One Secret That Will Change Your Marriage, and at Faith Radio Meeting House Media Central at the 2022 National Religious Broadcasters Convention in Nashville. They shared about God's unique call on their lives and their approach to hosting Family Life Today. Here now are Dave and Ann Wilson. There is a a, a rich history between the Wilsons, Dennis Rainey, Bob Lapine, and the Ministry of Family Life. So how did God all kind of mesh that together? That is a good question because we still don't know. But uh, (laughs) we actually, two weeks before our our wedding, went to the Family Life Weekend to Remember. Wow. uh, As an engaged couple in Chicago downtown Chicago in a ballroom. That was our first exposure to family life. We didn't even yeah. know what family life was. Uh, got married about 10 years, nine, 10 years later, they called and said, would you consider speaking for that conference? We've been doing that 32 plus years and out of nowhere, you know, I've passed in a church in the Detroit area for 30 years and about five years ago, Bob Lapine and uh, well, four years ago, David Robbins, the new president of family life called and said, what do you think about taking uh, the place of Dennis Rainey on the, on the radio with Family Life Today? Trust me, that came out of nowhere. We had <laughs> no idea that call was coming, and it's been an incredible blessing. So you weren't just you know listening to the program through, uh, through the years and just said, boy, I'd really like to do that. I, I think we, I, Dave, I think we'd really uh, do a great job hosting the show. Bob, that, I don't answer, think. That, that's, no. not the, that's not the answer. No, I think that <laughs> we thought we could never live up to Dennis Rainey and Bob Lapine. They're amazing. But we have always had this passion and a heart for marriage and family. We've been really close with Dennis and Barbara and Bob. And so when they called us, we were incredibly humbled. The very first program that we did, we got on our knees in the studio and said, God, we have no right to be here. If you're going to do this, you have to do it through us. And so 
those guys are big shoes to fill and we love them and so it's been a real faith journey and exciting for us too and bob it's just really good to be with you live isn't <laughs> Absolutely. it fun I like yes that we're to together. face to face yes. and actually i guess officially welcome you to the faith radio family on family life today so yeah this is uh, this is wonderful so when you talk about filling dennis rainey's shoes probably i i have a hunch that may not have been in the the job description because you know it seems to me that that so often perhaps we try to be someone other than God calls us yes to be so I I would just have a hunch that that the folks at Family Life wanted you all to come on and be you and offer the the advice and the insight that that you had gained that's just a you know just kind of my outside observation. That's that's <laughs> really good insight though for you because don't we think that as people we think oh if I could only be like so and so God could use me and God's saying no I made you so unique I made you an individual with gifts and talents I want you to be you and so sometimes I think we have to fight that of comparing ourselves to others. David Ann Wilson joining us today from Family Life Today here at NRB, the National Religious Broadcasters Convention 2022 in Nashville. So, Dave, as you look at the two of your association with Family Life throughout the years, this is obviously this is something that you went to the weekend to remember a couple of weeks before you and Ann got married. Yep. So you have a, a long track record. From your experience with Family Life, not only as a speaker, but also benefiting from the teaching, the the nurturing of Family Life, and now hosting the radio program, what would you, or how would you describe the dynamics of this ministry? I mean, in one sense, what we were told before going as an engaged couple to the weekend to remember is still true today. We were told, you're going to hear, and it was for the first time for us, God's biblical game plan for marriage and honestly we had no idea you know god even had a plan so we go to the weekend remember sat there again as an engaged couple and it was the first time we ever walked through the book of genesis you know into the new testament and said okay what was god's dream what was god's design for marriage uh and again you know sitting there as an engaged couple we thought it'll be easy Uh, We love Jesus. We're going into ministry. How hard can it be? We hardly (laughs) took notes because we thought, you know, all these other couples are taking notes. They must struggle. We're (laughs) not going to struggle because we love Jesus. And then we got married and we experienced what every marriage experiences, you know, real hardship and isolation. And we had to pull that manual out, pull out the word of God and say, okay, what is the truth here? How can it impact our own marriage? And we, you know, we learned early on. God not only wants to do something in your marriage, he wants to do something through your marriage. David Ann Wilson at the National Religious Broadcasters Convention, the 2022 edition in Nashville. You can learn more by going to familylifetoday.com. Their website is Dave and, spell it out, A-N-D-N-A-N-N-Wilson.com. Next up on this edition of the Intersection Podcast, it's Laura Beth Perry. She is the author of the book, Transgender to Transformed, a story of transition that will truly set you free. She works with First Stone Ministries and at the NRB convention shared her own story of attempting to transition from biological female to male and then discovering her true identity as a woman in Christ. Here now from that conversation is Laura Beth Perry. You were not satisfied as a female. Did this transition 
even at, temporarily, did it bring you any sat- the satisfaction you thought that you were going to receive? In in some ways, it did temporarily. Um, I was happy in the sense it's almost like taking a drug. Like imagine that you have this horrible gaping wound and you take a bunch of painkillers. You're going to feel better, um, but it's not resolving the wound underneath. But so there were there were aspects of it. You know, everybody's affirming me, everybody's celebrating me, and I finally it's like allowing me to escape the pain that I was in emotionally. But it was so fake. It was so frustrating. I mean, sexually, for example, you know, it just doesn't work. And so there were so many things that were just a, a daily frustration, realizing that this is all fake. But, um, but it, you know, I was happy in a sense. But as the years went on, I just realized that it wasn't ultimately fulfilling. It wasn't ultimately fixing any of the brokenness. And as that started to resurface, I felt so empty. And it's interesting because you have people that can identify, I'm sure, with you, or if they really admit it, can identify with your story, and they they encounter depression, some of them taking their own lives. Now, the LGBTQ people, the those that are pushing that agenda, would say, well, transgender people have a high suicide rate because they're being bullied because of their choices with respect to how they deal with their, their sexual identity. I would contend that it's a result of of people that are not comfortable within themselves they've attempted to perhaps make a change and it has not it has not resulted in the type of satisfaction they're looking for that's just that's as an outsider that's my that's my observation. What do you think? Oh, absolutely. In fact, there are so many resources out there that would give you that information. Um, look up Trans Life Survivors, a book by Walt Heyer. Um, mm. Look up, there's a Reddit forum um, that's Reddit, whatever it is, reddit.com, I guess, yeah. and then slash D-Trans, D-E-T-R-A-N-S. Um, they have like 17,000 people on there that regret. Look up sexchangeregret.com. Um, many other resources I could give you where um, people absolutely regret this. There's a good example of a girl and I don't know her real birth name or I would I, I don't tend to use that that person's um, name their their transgender mm-hmm. name sure um, but the only name I know her by is Blake Brockington and she was a um, a girl that in her high school she was got real famous for being the first transgender drag or not drag um, homecoming king and was so mm. celebrated by the entire school and you talk about somebody that had all the celebration and affirmation and she committed suicide a year later Wow so let's talk about what God did in your life. Here you are, born a female, biological female, attempted to transition to become a male, lived for nearly a decade as a transgender man named Jake. Tell me about the, the road back and the discovery of your identity in Christ. Yeah, and despite all the depression, it wasn't what I wanted. I was like, you know, this is the best life's ever going to get, but it's better than being female, and I'm not going back because there was still so much pain there. Uh Every time I thought about it, it was so painful, and I didn't know why. I didn't understand the things that had happened in childhood with my mom and different things, and, um, you know, so... I was just kind of drifting through life, but I was crying out, not to God, because I, I, I'd grown up in a Christian home. I didn't know that I wasn't saved. I didn't know that I didn't know Jesus. So I was like, well, that didn't work. That didn't have the answers. So I was just like, what is the point of life? And I was drifting through life, and um, but God began to pursue me, and I know it was my parents' mm. prayers. God was just wooing me to himself and revealing himself to me in so many different ways, in dreams, over the radio, over so many things. And eventually, God just began to encounter me and reveal, for the first time in my life, not just my sin, but who he was. 
And so I began to desire a relationship with God. And I, I gave my heart to Jesus and kind of got radically saved. But I wanted to be a man of God. But he didn't leave me there. It was like God saved me in the midst of all of that. But he didn't leave me there. And he began to convict me of the lifestyle I was living and began to draw me out. And as he did, um, I eventually left that lifestyle. It was the hardest thing I've ever done. But it was like Matthew 16, verses 24 through 26, where he says, you know, if anyone will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. And so the Lord um, led me to just to die to that lifestyle, to come and follow him by faith. And I thought I was going to be miserable the rest of my life. I didn't think I'd ever look like a girl again. I didn't think I'd ever feel like a girl again. But as he peeled away the layers, as he, um, as I began to forgive my mom, let go of all the bitterness, he brought so much healing and transformation mm. over the years. And it was all a work of Jesus Christ. Laura Beth Perry here on The Intersection. You can find her online at transgendertotransformed.com. The website for First Stone Ministries is First Stone, spell it out, F-I-R-S-T, stone.org. This is the Intersection Podcast, a weekly production of The Meeting House, and you can learn more through meetinghouseonline.info or by going to the programming section at faithradio.org. You'll find a link to the Media Center, the place you can go to listen to or download full conversations with recent guests featured on the Intersection Podcast. Also, there are links to the podcast, to the Media Center, as well as its Apple Podcast feed. You can also learn about video content, including a link to the Faith Radio YouTube channel, where you can view conversation highlights from the latest Christian Product Expo, the Winter 22 edition, that occurred in Charlotte, North Carolina. Also, through the Meeting House homepage, you can find links to two blogs. One is The Three with three stories of relevance to the Christian community. And there's a front room with devotional thoughts and commentary from the Meeting House. And you can follow me on Twitter and access the Meeting House Facebook page. More information can be found at meetinghouseonline.info or by going to the programming section at faithradio.org. Conversations from the Meeting House can also be found through the Faith Radio app and a variety of podcast platforms. Just search for Faith Radio Podcast when you visit Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, and more. The Intersection Podcast continues now with Barry McGuire of Ignite America. He is heard on the radio feature Revival Outside the Walls and at Faith Radio Meeting House Media Central at the 2022 National Religious Broadcasters Convention in Nashville. He provided words of motivation and encouragement for Christians in sharing their faith. Here now from that conversation is Barry McGuire. God didn't say go into the world, all you who are trained or, you know, or eloquent in speech. He just said for all of us. But you know what he said was the source of our joy comes from sharing our faith. And most people don't understand that. That parable of the fig tree, his last parable, he said, when you bear fruit, ah, then you're my disciple. And there in my joy remain with you in your joy remain full. So when you share your faith, I learned this back in the 70s. I was happy, but I didn't have joy. And I met some people that were really joyful to realize they were sharing their faith all over the place. So it's tied directly to that. And let me tell you why. It is another totally misunderstood scripture. The one we all know, Romans 8, 28, all things work together for good. Sure. Well, we don't complete the whole scripture. Every sermon you hear on is when you love God with your whole heart, but they don't get this last part. To those who love God with their whole heart, to the, to those who who are, live their lives for my purpose, 
His purpose is seek and save the lost. So when we seek and save the lost, we say in our ministry, move everybody every day closer to Jesus. When we live to to reach everybody, that's that's our mission in life above our job and everything else. I built a whole business, but my business is secondary to my goal is I want to move everybody closer to Jesus. Uh-huh. When you do that. Then he said, and we live in the promise of, I'll make everything in your life work together for good. That's the end of worry. And that's that's the beginning of lifetime joy. And so no matter when the bad stuff happens, I've had horrible stuff happen to me. I've lost a daughter two years ago, as you mm-hmm. well know. Mm-hmm. I I had my business being ripped out of me. It was the next morning, my joint venture partner was going to take my business from me. I, I was in the hospital. I was dying. You know, I had joy. Without question, everyone, you know why? Every time I said, God, I ask you for nothing. Because of two things, you know I live for your purpose, and I know you keep your word. Mm, and it's just been watching to see. It's like I can't wait to see how you're going to get us out of this one, God. But when you <laughs> live in that experience, and then you live in the continuing experience, just coming off of sharing with somebody, and you know God just used you to move somebody closer to Him. The joy of that, knowing God just used you, the intimacy with God that comes from knowing that was a divine experience right then throws you you know it's just it gives you gives you a bounce yourself you can't get any other way so that's where real joy comes from but most christians aren't doing that they're living in fear 80 percent of christians are living in fear if you live in fear you you don't have faith if you don't have faith you can't share your faith so satan that's a, that sterilizes makes sense. he yeah. basically sterilizes complete that thought he sterilizes uh-huh. we can't reproduce because we're trapped in fear. Over 80% of our listeners right now are living in fear. And, and the way to get out of that fear is to start sharing that whatever knowledge you have, just just love on people. It, you don't have to be trained. It's the easiest thing in the world. He sets up the appointments and he gives you the words to say. <laughs> you don't have to do anything but show up. Revival Outside the Walls, Ignite America, Barry McGuire joining us today here on the Meeting House on Faith Radio. It's the 2022 National Religious Broadcasters Convention in Nashville. So, Barry, it's something you you said, and I think it's it bears repeating and maybe camping out on for just a moment. Because I think there may be a human tendency, maybe even conventional wisdom that would say, well, I'm going to wait. I'm going to try to make things better, or I'm even going to trust God that things are going to be better. I'm going to be a better person. I'm going to grow spiritually. I'm not <laughs> equipped. I'm not worthy oh, enough to excuses. share. So, in, you know, so in no other excuses. words, we're going to wait on something yeah. to happen, oh, yeah. and we're going we to wait no to, to, to achieve this level of spirituality, and then... Yeah, we just, share our faith. You just described ninety percent of the people. And it's, to uh, yeah, us right and it now. sounds yeah. yeah, and it yeah. sounds like to me what you're saying yeah. is, you no, share what you got. When you're in darkness, <laughs> when you're in darkness, when you're in the midst of the problem, your testimony has never been stronger. You know, my smile and my, my joy was never stronger than when I was dying in the hospital. They expect me. Barry McGuire's got a car wax case. He got cool cars. It's top of the world. Of course, he'd smile. When I was dying, when I, when I lost my daughter. Uh-huh. And I spoke at the funeral, and 9,000 people have watched the video of Nicole McGuire's celebration of life service. You know why? It showed faith under fire. And it showed my joy. And, 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 and people accepted the Lord at her celebration of life service. And I don't know how many cents just from the video. You use you use the bad times. Yeah. To the light is brightest in the darkness, and you know the darker this world gets, the easier it is to share our love for Jesus and the and the comfort we have in Him. Barry McGuire here on the intersection. You can learn more at rotw.com or igniteamerica.com. There's also another site in which he's involved called Seeking God. 
faithradiomeetinghouse.org. Well, this is the Intersection Podcast, continuing from Faith Radio Meeting House Media Central at the 2022 National Religious Broadcasters Convention. It's Tara Sander Lee, Senior Fellow and Director of Life Sciences at the Charlotte Lozier Institute, an arm of the Susan B. Anthony List. In our conversation at NRB, she shared scientific aspects surrounding the sanctity of life, including her answers for the denial that a preborn child has a heartbeat. She also commented on the rise in chemical abortions. Here now from that conversation is Tara Sander Lee. God has created individuals in him, his image, and they are human beings from the moment of conception. And he has revealed all these wonders and the awe of unborn life in the science that he is re- that the people the knowledge that they have gained through experiments and just as we talked earlier not only through these experiments but just seeing the unborn child inside the womb with the advancements in ultrasound 50 years ago you could barely see the unborn child it was like gray and black and white schmutz with and now we see with unprecedented clarity these 3d and 4d ultrasounds of these children so i would really encourage those in the pro-life movement to use these facts we go we are are working very hard to bring these facts to the public and go to our website we have developed a brand new website called voyageoflife.com that will give all of the the details from the the moment of conception all the way until birth about the beauty of the unborn child and will give you the put into your hands the facts that you need to to debunk all of these false claims that people are making when they say that the baby doesn't have a heartbeat the baby doesn't feel pain well yeah well we provide all of the research and the facts right there in published documents for them to see so that's one thing and then i share share this these facts with others talk don't be afraid to um to push back against these false claims because science is on our side and science is really helping us to win this battle. From the Charlotte Lozier Institute, Dr. Tara Sander Lee joining us today. It's National Religious Broadcasters 2022 in Nashville. Well, as we conclude, I want to shift gears. I know that the, the terminology that is used quite often is chemical abortion. And as I and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but that that entails what you might might say uh, does that also entail like a tele what's what's known as a telemedicine uh, abortion where someone gets the, the the pills are mailed to their home and then they connect with someone who walks them through how to terminate their unborn child and I guess does an abortion pill have to be used under the supervision of a medical person either in person or via telemedicine or is that something that uh, someone can do even without having medical supervision. So it's really important to understand that this chemical abortion, which is the abortion pill, which consists uh. of usually two pills. The first pill that kills the child by basically starving the child inside the womb of important nutrients. And then the second pill will um, expel the child, the dead baby. It's really important for people to understand that the FDA put regulations in place to protect women and requiring them to actually go into the clinic and have an in-person visit to make sure that they understood the real risks that are associated Mm. with chemical abortion, such as any underlying or unknown um, underlying conditions such as an ectopic pregnancy that you can't 
you can't tell if a woman has an ectopic pregnancy unless if she actually is in the clinic and she undergoes an ultrasound mm. and, and is seen by a licensed physician that knows what to look for, right? But now with the FDA removing these important in-person requirements, yes, you're right. Now it's like telemedicine. Um, a woman can just pick up the phone, talk to another provider or have a just a simple Zoom call and say, yep, I'm pregnant. And then they can, and I want to abort my child. And they can send these pills through the mail. They can show up at their doorstop, doorstep and then the woman performs the abortion at home alone on her own, experiencing mm. not only emotional trauma, what's going to happen by delivering a dead child, but just the physical risks that, I mean, we know from studies that have been done that there are serious risks to these women, that they, there are potential life-threatening complications that are going to send them into the air. We know from studies looking at some of the largest database, the Medicaid database, we know that in the last, in between 2002 and 2015, that we have seen an over 500% increase in the rate of emergency room visits when women undergo chemical abortion. So this is this is a real serious matter. These and these drugs are four times more riskier. There's more harm potential risks to these women than if they have a surgical abortion. Tara Sander Lee here on the intersection. The organization's website is Lozier L-O-Z-I-E-R Institute.org. You can also learn more at voyageoflife.com. We're nearing the end of this week's edition of the Intersection Podcast, a weekly production of The Meeting House. You can find out more through meetinghouseonline.info or by visiting the programming section at faithradio.org. You'll find a link to the Media Center where you can go to listen to or download full conversations with recent guests featured on the Intersection Podcast. You can also find links to the podcast as well as links to video content Plus, there are two blogs that are accessible. One is The Front Room with devotional thoughts and commentary from The Meeting House, and the other is The Three with three stories of relevance to the Christian community. You can also follow me on Twitter and access The Meeting House Facebook page. Again, that website address is meetinghouseonline.info, or you can go to the programming section at faithradio.org. Thanks for joining me for this edition of The Intersection Podcast. I'm Bob Crittenden.